Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, how to give your wife space effectively. So if your wife is saying, hey, I just need space, you need to give me space, and you don't really know what that means or how to do it, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, A lot of guys I work with, their wife is saying this sort of thing, so it's something we've been working a lot on. I wanted to share some really good uh, tips with you today. So my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some wins from the guys in my program. So guys, they're, they're finding great intimacy, even after infidelity, both ways, whether they were unfaithful or their wife was unfaithful, they're able to get to mental, emotional, and physical intimacy super powerful. Uh, Increased confidence. This was one of the big things that came across. Had a few guys kind of wrapping up the 90 days this this past week and just talking about how much more confident they felt in themselves, how much stronger they felt, you know, internally, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of that, have a more connection with God, which is super cool to to see. Um, Being able to manage conflicts in an expert way. So instead of freaking out, losing your temper, or just shutting down, you know, being able to talk through those and get to agreements that work for both of you. So a couple of the guys said that they lost like 25 pounds in the course of the program. We don't exactly address um, weight loss as part of it, but we do ask guys to do some physical exercise each day, just because it's good for your mental and emotional health. And so as guys have done that, they've, you know, lost weight and gotten to a a healthy weight and had a lot more energy. Uh, I wasn't expecting that, but, you know, that's something that's happening. Uh, Being able to manage their anger a lot better with their kids, with their wife, at themselves, right? Being able to take some breaths and and calm down. Um, So making hard but really necessary changes to restore trust after infidelity. So if you've been unfaithful, you know, you've broken trust, the mentally emotional connection is not there, the physical connection is probably not there either. And you got to restore trust. And sometimes that means making hard decisions, um, leaving, maybe that's like moving from the area. It definitely involves cutting off any contact with the past person. Sometimes that means changing some pretty significant things about where you're going to, to church or to work or wherever you interacted with this other person. Okay. And that can be hard, but it's necessary, right? If you want to bring trust back or at least finding something that works for you and your wife when it comes to setting those appropriate boundaries. So it's hard, but man, like so cool guys are doing that. I'm super proud of them. Um, wives are really excited about their husband's progress, you know, being motivated to change themselves because their husbands are changing. Super cool to see, um, going on date night after years without one, you know, guys are just having really cool wins. Okay. Wife initiating kissing and physical contact when she hadn't for a really long time. Okay. This is the stuff that's happening to guys in the program because they're making these changes, because they're building their strength, because they're restoring trust, communication, intimacy, uh, better finally asking for what they want instead of like getting resentful and, you know, just mad. They're not getting what they want. They're finally like getting enough confidence to ask for it and they're getting it right. Super cool. Okay. Uh, for me this week, you had a really great date night with my wife, you know, even on our date night, like I, I was being stupid. Like I kind of fell back into some old patterns. I had left some of the Christmas gifts out for, and the kids like saw them 
and I should have hid them. I didn't. My wife was, you know, understandably upset. You know, she put a lot of time into picking these gifts out. And, you know, I got into my old way of kind of like being defensive and um, almost like blaming her for being upset about it. Just not, not a cool response. And fortunately she, you know, called attention to that. And at first I was being a punk, but I was able to eventually see it, apologize and um, just recognize, yeah, I don't want to go back to being that guy. And we ended up just having a really great date after that, you know, connecting uh, in really great ways. So uh, yeah, that was, that was my win. So if your wife's saying she wants space right now, you know, she might be saying that directly. Hey, look, I just need some space. A lot of times we don't really understand what that means <laughs> or just like I need time. Okay. Or I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Or I'm just not sure this is going to work. Okay. So all of these statements from her, they're really hard to hear. Okay. And a lot of times we don't know exactly what they mean or what to do about it. Um, especially if, like it's around Christmas, around holidays times right now, you know, if you're hearing that now it's extra hard because you're like, man, you know, I'd, I'd rather have this Christmas with my family. I'd rather be spending it with my wife. You know, she's saying she wants space. What does that even mean? Um, you know, it can be, it can be tough. So a lot of guys, what they will do when they hear this is they will really focus on like trying to make things work. Uh, you need space, but, but no, like we shouldn't have space. Like we got Christmas. We got, we got to present a good front to the kids. We've got to, you know, create this good environment. Like I'll change, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Like I'll, you know, uh, I'll be a guy that, um, you know, just tell me what to do. I'll do it. Right. And she's like, no, I just need space. And you're like, no, just tell me what to do. So a lot of times it's like that. Um, sometimes I'll explain to her why having space is a bad idea. Like, Hey, if we have space, we're never going to connect. If we have space, that's a bad example to the kids. Um, you know, basically throwing all these arguments at her about why her desire for space is not right or is a problem. Basically trying to talk her out of it. Okay. Uh, trying to convince her to spend time together. No, like just come on, give us a chance. Like let's go on a date. Let's just spend some time together. You know, maybe we're just, you, you say we need space, but actually we need more time together, right? That's what's going to help our marriage work. Okay. So you might be saying stuff like that this, it it never works because of this. There's, you know, something I'm going to call the tug of war phenomenon. So your wife says she needs space and you say, no, I need to be close. Right. So she's basically saying, I need, I need it this way. She's kind of pulling this way. And you're saying, no, I need the opposite. So you're pulling the other way. What happens when you kind of go against her idea is she's going to dig in harder. She's going to pull harder on her side. Okay. So the more you try to convince her, no, you don't need space. The more she's going to try to create space. Another way to think about this is like, if, like if something is chasing you, typically you're going to run away from it, right? Like in nature, that's usually what happens. Um, you know, if like a, a crocodile starts chasing you, you're going to run away from it. Right. So if you're chasing, just expect she's going to pull away, especially when she's already saying, look, man, I need some space. And then you start chasing after her. She's going to run even farther. Okay. So those two things are happening. Now, the other approach you might take is you might say, okay, fine. Like you need space. Fine. I'm not talking to you at all. Right. Sometimes that's done from like a passive aggressive way. Like, fine. That's what you want. That's what you got. Right. And I'm not going to pay for anything anymore. Right. You're kind of like trying to hurt her because she hurt you. So that can happen, but it can also be from just this space of man, man, like, I don't really know what to do here. So I guess I just won't talk to her at all. And maybe that's what she wants. I don't know. Right. So when you do that, um, 
look, it, it is better actually than chasing her. Like no communication actually is better than like a chasing communication. And kind of what she's saying when she needs space is look, like, I don't know if this guy can communicate with me or like approach me in any way that's not manipulative and needy. And so I'd rather just not have him talk to me, right? Like whenever he does, it's basically negative and manipulative and needy and whiny. And so, yeah, just like leave me alone, right? It's basically what's going on. That's what you need to understand. Um, So if you're going to be coming at her that way, it actually is better to have no communication. It really is, which is hard to hear, but that's the truth. Um, But if it's more like, yeah, you know, you're just kind of like, man, you know, she says she's in space. I guess I just shouldn't talk to her right? You know, it it is better again than coming at her in this negative way, but it also does not allow any kind of opportunity for connection or to show that you're going to approach her in a different way. Or another way I'm going to explain this to you is like putting down seeds, like sowing, sowing seeds. So if she's saying she needs space, it means that you have sown bad seeds, right? We'll get into kind of what some of those bad seeds might be, but now you're reaping that harvest that she doesn't want to be around you. So the solution is you got to start sowing good seeds, right? So if you have no communication, it's not really, it's not sowing any bad seeds, right? So that's a positive, but it's also not really sowing any good seeds, which is what we want to be doing. We want to start sowing some good seeds. Okay. But let's, let's try and understand what some of these bad seeds might be or why it is that she'd be saying to you, Hey man, I need some space. So one of the main ones. So whenever a guy comes into my, my, my top tier program, what I like to do is talk with the wife, right? Get her perspective. What is she, you know, what's bothering her? Why is she wanting this space? Why does she, you know, where is she at? And the way I phrase it, and which is true is that when a guy comes in my program, I want her perspective to understand like what she's seen. You know, she spends a lot more time with this guy than I do. So I like to hear what she's coming from. So guys, these are the top things that she says and probably are similar to what your wife is feeling or experiencing if she wants space from you. Okay. So probably the top one, she feels like you don't listen to her. That's probably the number one thing. Okay. So she doesn't feel valued. She feels like when she talks, you just don't care or you don't remember it. You forget it. Or you kind of think your ideas are better than hers. She doesn't really see herself as an equal partner. You think you're better than she is. Okay. That's probably the the number one that I hear. Okay. Another one is that you feel like she feels like you're not prioritizing her over time. Yeah. You know, he prioritizes work. He's, he's good in this way, but not in that way. Another one that, you know, she feels like you have to be told what to do around the house all the time. Okay. Like you don't take a leadership role there, even though you might at work or at, you know, anywhere else, you don't take a leadership role at home. She feels like she has to tell you everything that to do. Right. And then you get resentful when she tells you what to do, right. Instead of taking, taking the lead in a positive way. Okay. So that's another one. Another big one is you feel like you're, she feels like you're manipulating her. Okay. So that's what the mosquito cycle is. You know, yeah, you're doing these nice things, but you want something back, right? You want her to appreciate you. You want her to uh, give you attention, appreciation, affection, sex, right? That's a big one feeling pressured into sex. Okay. Um, so feeling like you put her down. Okay. That, uh, you don't take responsibility for your actions. Okay. But you put responsibility on her kind of like the example I just gave where, you know, I left those presents out, but I was kind of trying to like spin it and make it her fault. That was manipulative. That was not a right thing to do. 
Okay. Women definitely need space from that. They need space from a guy who's manipulative and controlling. This is when your wife will say stuff like, oh, you're narcissistic or you're, you know, um, a, a sociopath, you're, you know, all these different things. You're sadistic, right? It's, it comes down to this, that you are kind of not taking responsibility, putting it on her instead. Okay. Um, another big one, she feels pressure to make you feel better, right? You can't manage your own emotions. She feels like she has to take care of you, right? She has to give you that attention, appreciation, affection, or sex, or else you're going to freak out. You're going to be in a bad mood. You're going to pout and whine and complain. Um, so she feels like, oh, you know, I, I might as well just have sex with him. So I don't have to deal with this tantrum after. Okay. She definitely needs space from that. All right. So maybe it's not just sex, but like, you know, she just feel pressure to give you a hug or hold hands or kiss you, right? Um, any of that physical stuff, she feels like, yeah, I guess I better do it or else he's going to like be in a bad mood and I don't want to deal with that, right? So it, you know, this happens a lot, more than you might think. Women do this because they're trying to control their husband's emotions and they need space from that. They don't like that, okay? Eventually she gets sick of trying to manage her emotions and stops doing it. Okay. So she starts feeling resentful towards you because of all this stuff, right? The other reason she's going to need space is that you've lost her trust over time. Whether that was something big, like an affair, that one's pretty obvious that you'd lose her trust. Um, but also just like making promises and not keeping them saying you forgot to do something. Say, Oh yeah, I'll do that. And then you forget, right? We talk about that brick house of trust. You're taking one brick out at a time. Eventually she gets sick of that man. she doesn't really want to be around that. Uh, so she starts losing trust. She stops sharing with you. You know, she stops the mentally emotional intimacy goes and then the sexual intimacy goes. That's just kind of how it goes. Okay. So another reason she's going to need space is look, this is, this is hard for you to hear, but you need to hear it is that all this stuff, you know, all these things I've just shared with you. Okay. Basically you have hurt her over time. Okay. By these things, by beaming it through, by not listening to her, by putting her down, by pressuring her physically, by, you know, being whiny, by being needy, by all of that, right? When she sees you, a lot of that comes back to mind, okay? And actually, actually a trigger for these traumatic memories, whether that's an extreme trigger, like you being unfaithful, or it's just kind of these like more subtle, but still real triggers of, you know, you being manipulative, you being negative, you being hurtful, right? And so she kind of, she needs some space away from that to just not be reminded of all that stuff. Okay. So again, that's probably hard for you to hear, but it's, you need to hear it. Okay. So just remember your brain remembers more of the negative than the positive. And that's just for survival reasons. That's just the way we're built. It's the way it happens. So, you know, yeah, you've done lots of good things in the marriage too. And your wife does want to remember those. But right now when she sees you, she's remembering more of that negative to survive, right? She doesn't want to be manipulated emotionally. She doesn't want to, you know, feel like she has to take care of your emotions. She doesn't want to be hurt again. Okay. And so when she sees you, she's remembering that negative more than the positive. Okay. And actually giving her space will allow her to start seeing the positive, right? It'll let her process through some of those negatives and see the positive. Because the other thing I've learned in talking with all these wives is that they actually do want to see the positive. For the most part, these women do want the marriage to work. They just a lot of times don't see how that can happen because of all this negative stuff from the past. Okay. So here's what you can do. So one thing that we've done with some of the clients that's been really helpful is just creating a sort of safe zone for her, whether that's in the house, 
or, you know, she can go to her office or your office or someplace that is just a place that she knows you're not going to come in and talk to her. You're not going to send her a text message. You're just going to leave her alone. Okay. This is important. Even if your marriage is, is going well, right. Is you both need some place, you know, space and not just physical space, but like mental space to just be on your own. Okay. It's really important. It allows, you know, processing, it allows safety. It allows rest. Okay. So, you know, creating that spot for her. All right. So, Hey, listen, you know, this room in the house, that's going to just be, just be for you. Okay. If you guys are like looking at like a separation or something like that, you know, even an in-home separation just saying like, Hey, when you go into this bedroom or this room, like that's for you, that's your space. Um, you know, even like our marriage is in a really good spot right now, but like we have times when my wife and me too, right. We just kind of like my office is kind of my spot. I don't want anybody in there when I'm in there, (laughs) like for her, you know, a lot of times during the day, it's the bedroom, right? So if she's in there, we're just going to, everybody leaves her alone. It's just useful. Okay. It's important. So creating that safe space for her in the house is something very practical that you can do. Okay. She's not going to worry about you coming at her, texting her, calling her, walking in there, trying to have a conversation about the relationship. She knows right there. If she goes in there, it's like a husband free zone and hopefully a kid free zone too. Okay. So again, just like talking to her about that. Hey, yeah, I listened to this podcast today. I think it'd be good for you to just have a spot where, you know, you can be on your own. You can have space. I'm not going to talk to you. I'll keep the kids out. Just have that for you. She'll probably be like, really? You know, she'll be excited about that. Okay. Let's her process her emotions. Let's her feel at peace. You know, this will let her maybe start seeing some of the positive because she knows that she can have some space away from the negative for a while. The other thing you can do is just encourage her to spend time alone and also with friends and family. So you create that space, safe space, but also be like, Hey, you want to spend time with your friends? Great. You want to spend time with family? Great. You want to go get some therapy? Great. You know, take that time for yourself. You need to take care of yourself. Right. So I mean, that's really what she's asking for in, in, in part, right. When it comes to having space. Okay. The other part though, is you need to change your thinking, feeling, and acting and intentions towards her. Okay. So you need to stop worrying about her reactions. You need to stop worrying about her needing to be close to you, or you need to stop worrying about her maybe leaving the marriage. Right. And you need to start worrying about your own patterns of thinking, feeling, and acting and the intentions that come along with that. Okay. You have to focus on what you can control instead of trying to control what you cannot control. What I find is with my guys, when they start wondering, what should I do to save my marriage? What should I do so my wife will like me again? What should I do so that she stops wanting space? Okay. They start going crazy, right? Their brains start spinning. Their anxiety builds and builds because they're trying to control something that they cannot control. Okay. They cannot control what their wife thinks, feels, or does. They just can't. And the more they try, the more anxious and overwhelmed and they just start spinning and can't get out of it. And they literally will never get out of it if that's their focus. Because again, you're trying to control something you can't control. It would be like if you spent all day trying to reverse the way that the earth is spinning. Okay. And all you thought about all day was, how can I do it? How can I change the way the world's spinning? Right. You would never find a solution. It would drive you crazy. Okay. So same idea here. Stop trying to control her thoughts, feelings, and actions and start focusing on 
your thoughts, feelings, and actions and trying to control those. So here are some good goals for you. Okay. So instead of trying to win her back, focus on being kind and loving, even when it's difficult. Okay. So when she says she needs space, instead of you being like, oh, oh my gosh, like, is she going to leave me? Is she gonna... You focus on, okay, like she needs that. How can I support her in that? Okay. It feels better. Counterintuitively, it's more attractive. She's actually going to want to be around a guy that is fine giving her space because he's confident in himself. Okay. So worry about listening and understanding her perspective. Okay. Focus on that. Hell, why does she need space? Hey, Mike just gave me some ideas. Which one of those relate to me? You know, have I been needy? Have I been manipulative? Have I been, you know, putting her down all these years? Have I been untrustworthy? Have I hurt her? Okay. Shoot. Yeah, I have. So actually I can understand where she's coming from. So practice daily empathy and compassion. That's something we really added in recently to the program. That's making a huge difference of just every day thinking, okay, like, why is my wife thinking this way? Why is she feeling this way? You know, it just puts us in that mind mindset. That's something we can control is trying to understand her, right? We can totally do that. And again, when we focus on that, we feel better and we're more attractive. And what's attractive or not is mainly your feeling states and your intentions. So if you find yourself anxious all the time, you can be pretty sure your wife is going to want space from that. If you find yourself resentful at her all the time, you can be 100% sure she's going to want space from that. If you find yourself angry at her, again, 100% sure she's going to want space from you, okay? Versus if you focus on, okay, how can I feel loving towards her even when it's hard? How can I feel solid in myself even when she, you know, is saying she can, can never trust me again, right? How can I focus on being a trustworthy person instead of worrying about her trusting me, okay? So again, worry about being a man of integrity in all ways. How can I make sure that I keep my word, right? That's 100% in your control. And when you are a guy who keeps his word, that more than anything else builds self-confidence, okay? You want more self-confidence? Start keeping your promises. That's how you get there, Okay. Worry about managing your own thoughts and emotions instead of hers, right? So in my program, that's what we learn to do expertly. How do I really get very great control of the way I think and feel? Okay, because when you can do that, really, you have a great life because you can think and feel and act in ways you can be proud of, even if other people aren't. By the way, when you do that, that's very attractive. Okay. The other thing you can focus on building up your own hobbies, your own friendships and your own activities outside of the marriage, right? Fill yourself up. Okay. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically gets, get exercise, right? Make sure you're working on your mental and emotional fitness. Make sure you're working on your physical fitness and strength, your spiritual fitness and strength. You know, we talk about the strongman system because we build strength across all these areas. Strength feels better and it's more attractive than weakness and neediness. Okay. The other thing you can do guys, be patient. Okay. Be patient. So remember that your actions, they that's what's created this distance. That's why she wants space. It's because of stuff you have done, okay? So you're reaping what you've sown from years of problematic thinking, feeling, and acting, okay? She didn't just wake up one day and decide, oh, I want to, I want space. I want a separation. I want a divorce. I, you know, I can't be around this guy. I don't want to go on date nights. I don't want to hug him. I don't want to have sex with him. You know, it was years and multiple experiences of hurtful experiences of negative experiences for her to want to create this distance. So even when you start making these changes, you know, let's, you come into the program, you start doing things, you, you feel that change right away. Just understand, man, like you're just now putting down good seeds. Okay. The harvest takes time after the planting. Okay. So right now you're reaping the bad harvest and that's, what's hard because, you know, 
this is what this is the test, right? This is the test of are you going to like really be that guy or not? You know, you put those seeds down, and then you know you're kind of like, man, you know, why why isn't it working right away? It's because this harvest idea, right? Again, years of bad things. Now you're reaping that bad harvest. Okay. And even though now you're putting down good seeds, okay, you're still going to be reaping that bad harvest for a while. The good harvest is going to come down the line. I like to more and more now I'm, I'm helping guys realize, like, look at this, like a year time frame. Look, a lot of times it goes faster than that, but just in your own mind, if you can think, okay, like for a year, I'm just going to put down good seeds. I'm not going to worry about that harvest. I'm not going to think about it. Right. It just helps you put this in more appropriate perspective. Okay. So sow those good seeds, empathy, compassion, love. The good harvest will come. It really will. Okay. One way or another, it's going to come. And look, either way, you win because when you start managing your thoughts and emotions better, you start feeling better. You start feeling more confident immediately. You may not get that positive feedback right away, right? You probably won't. Um, you know, we've talked about this before, but she will put up, she'll give you either negative feedback or no feedback because she's testing, right? Is this for real? Are these changes going to last? Okay. So again, like you're reaping that bad harvest. Like, will you keep putting down good seeds even when the harvest isn't there right away? Are you going to keep watering those seeds? Are you going to keep, you know, keeping these good habits, even if you're not getting the immediate reward from her, even if she's not immediately giving you attention, appreciation, affection, respect, sex, right? Even if she's not giving you all that, will you still keep it up? Okay. If you really determine, yeah, I'm going to do that no matter what. First of all, you feel hundred percent solid. You feel hundred percent confident. You're following God. You're following Christ. That feels great. And that's when your wife's going to be much more attractive to you. Okay. The other thing guys, don't like yank out the plant to see how it's growing. Right. So, you know, you start putting down good seeds. Maybe your wife starts giving you more hugs. You start smiling at you more. And then you're like, Oh, like, are we okay? Can you know, uh, like, where are we at? How's our relationship? You know, can, can, can we move back in? Can you stop having that space? Like, you know, that's like pulling that, pulling up the seed by the roots. And now that thing's dead. Right. And now your wife wants even more space. She's like, geez, man, like I can't even smile at you. And you can't like, just keep giving me the space that I need. So again, just be patient. Don't worry about checking on it. You know, just be a guy that she wants to be around. Okay. And again, that has ma- mainly to do with your feeling state. So if you're feeling strong, solid, confident, again, you've already won because you feel good. And that's more attractive. If you're acting in ways you can be proud of, you can feel good. Okay. If you're being needy, manipulative, resentful, right? Something's off that you need to correct. Okay. And, you know, you're going to be unattractive. So, in summary, you have created a situation where your wife is not attracted to you. That's why she wants space, right? Okay. She needs space to process her own emotions. Okay. She also needs space to be away from your mosquito ways of thinking, feeling, and acting. Okay. Those negative, unattractive ways. She needs space from it. She needs space from the traumatic memories that you've caused her by hurting her over time. Okay. So some practical things you can do, create a safe space in the house, you know, a space that she knows, Hey, I can go here and just be alone. You know, my husband, he's not going to come bug me. He's not going to come talk to me. I can just have that place for myself. Okay. It's really important. Okay. Then encourage her to spend time alone with her friends and family and get therapy, do whatever she needs. Right. You need space. Great. Yeah. Take it. Look, <clears throat> you know, I've been a guy that you probably should want space from. I've been needy. I've been unattractive, I've been hurtful to you. You know, of course you want space. Makes sense. Right. So stop trying to win her back and just start focusing on sowing good seeds. Right listening, understanding, compassion, right? Empathy, those things, right? And then focus on building yourself up physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, right? 
getting strong in those things. Empathy, compassion, doing something kind for her each day, even if she's not doing anything kind for you, right? You also want to learn how to ask for what you want, right? If you're being resentful, if you're feeling resentful, it means there's probably something you want to ask for, right? That you're not going to get. Now you don't, if especially if you're saying, I want space, you don't want to ask for sex right away, right? You got to rebuild trust. You got to rebuild mental, emotional intimacy before she's interested in, in sex, right? So don't go off the bat asking for that, okay? But you know, maybe there is something that you can make a request for. Maybe that's just something around the house. Hey, like, you know, I'd really appreciate if you made a meal, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you would, um, you know, uh, like when, when we have that, our in-laws coming, you know, if, if I could just have some time to myself, stuff like that, right. We'll get you in the practice of asking for what you want, which is also very important. Okay. The other thing you can focus on being a man of your word in all ways. Okay. This is huge. What I've found and what we track every day in the program is listening and integrity are like the biggest things that we can work on. Okay. That will create a a big response quickly. Plus that empathy and compassion, actually. So empathy, compassion, listening, integrity, right? You do those four, you're in a great spot. So integrity, did I make a promise? Did I keep it today? Focus on that, right? You can control that. And just remember, as you sow good seeds, be patient for the harvest. Okay. Mentally prepare at least a year. I need to be putting down good seeds before I can like expect a consistently good harvest. Okay. So focus on that. All right. So if you want to learn these skills, right, you want to really become that strong man, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, sexually. Okay. You want to manage your own emotions better. You want to be able to give her space. You want to feel good and solid and confident, right? And be that man that feels strong and is attractive, that's strong and loving. Come join us. Come join us at strongmenstrongmarriages.com. So for 2023, I'm going to offer kind of three levels of the program, three tiers. You know, my goal really is to help as many men as possible to create these kind of marriages, to be strong and loving leaders of their homes. That's what I want, right? And so I'm going to have three tiers of the program, kind of like a do-it-yourself thing, a one where you can get support as you need it, and then one that's more intensive directly with me, you know, includes one-on-one time, that kind of thing. Um, so, you know, you'll see details about that uh, coming up. Also, you know, I'll, for right now, I'm just talking to guys on the call, but come the beginning of the year, it'll just be right there on the website for you to, to choose uh, which, you know, what makes the most sense for you. Um so yeah, guys, I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to more men really transforming their themselves, right? Which will in turn transform their marriages. Uh, so again, come join us at strongmenstrongmarriages.com. All right, guys, stay strong. We will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And If you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.